Hello and welcome to PMI's Uncommon Sense podcast, tools to improve your work forever. I'm Susanna Clark, Managing Partner with PMI, the Performance Improvement Consulting and Training Firm. Our Uncommon Sense podcast is a 15-minute conversation with our expert consultants. They talk a lot of common sense, although much of it is not common practice. And that's what this podcast is all about. We want you to be inspired to improve your business through learning more about the tools which can help you succeed and grow. Today, I'm delighted to be joined in Uncommon Sense Studio by Warren Knight. Thanks for giving up your time to speak to me today, Warren. Good to be here, Suze. Thank you. So we are going to be talking about leadership today. And I think what would be really useful is for you to share your thinking on the theory of leadership and where it comes from, and what's important for leaders to be paying attention to. So when you first talked to me about these episodes, what immediately sprung to mind actually was the work of Dr. Deming. Most people will know Dr. Deming. If they know him at all, then they are connecting with the world of quality, the quality movement and improvement. But actually, his life's work was much deeper and broader than simply just quality. He was actually more around how organizations are led, about leadership. And later in his life, he, his accumulated learning was a set of thinking principles aimed at leaders to enable them to, in a sense, helicopter above their organizations and be able to see it from a much more effective, objective standpoint. He called these set of thinking principles the system of profound knowledge. And what I'd like to do is to explore these thinking principles in turn and just what leaders should be thinking about. So maybe let's start with systems thinking. Okay, great. So I think it would be useful for our audience if you could give us a definition, if you like, of what is systems thinking. Well, okay, systems thinking. Well, the first thing we need to do is understand well, what is a system. So we normally think when we think about a system, we normally think about an IT system. Well, that is one form of a system, but actually it's a much broader thing. So one definition of a system is a set of interdependent components that work together to achieve the aim of that system. I like the fact that has two parts to that description. In other words, it's not just the fact that it's a system of interdependent components. It is about them needing to achieve the aim of that organization. Absolutely. And actually, those, you've picked on the two things that really leaders need to pay attention to about their organization as a system. Actually, my experience, unfortunately, most organizations don't operate as systems. They operate as heaps. They're full of components, things, people, machines, equipment, money, all sorts of things. So they've got plenty of components, but the problem is they don't necessarily work together to the aims of the organization, the fundamental challenge for leadership here. So if I was to express the role of leaders from a systems thinking perspective, it's about getting all parts of the organization to play well together. Like an orchestra. 
like an orchestra because often we look at things and it's we tend to focus in on the quality of the components making sure we got good quality people good quality it systems but actually there's another component to this and it's about how those quality assets actually interact and work together and are they actually working in a line way in the same direction so can i ask if i was a leader and i've heard what you've said where should I be looking and what should I be looking at to try and see if there is any hope? We might have that somewhere, if you like. Okay, let's go back to these two components about working together and the aim of the system. So let's start with the aim of the system. So I'm sure our listeners, I'm sure our leaders out there will recognise that a key ingredient of their role is to generate a vision. And actually, Connected with other components of this system of profound knowledge that we talk about, particularly psychology later on, that idea of creating a shared vision for the future that everybody within the organization can rally around and align to. Once you've got that vision, then it's really important that people understand it and they understand how their work fits into the wider system and contributes to the attainment of that vision. We'd hope the center of that vision is around creating satisfying customers because that's the fundamental purpose of the organization. Sometimes that's hard for people, isn't it? When you're sort of, you know, in the middle of your work, as you say, actually you think that the purpose of your work is just to start with A and end up with a good B. You're not necessarily having that wider connection to a vision. Indeed, often our nose is to the grindstone. And depending upon our role, we may actually be quite far removed from our customers of the organization. Imagine there's an organization out there where no staff members understand their customers and what constitutes value in the customer's eyes. Imagine that kind of organization. How effective would they be? Yes, they wouldn't probably know necessarily any impact of anything that they're doing would be having on the customer, I guess, as well as on perhaps their other parties within the organization. Yeah. And so I create a kind of a very extreme example there. I would hope that most organizations, if not all organizations, know something about their customers and and what constitutes value, but they do, they really understand. Okay. Does everybody understand in full detail? who their customers are, and what value they're providing for those customers. And I think that's an improvement in itself. Okay, so leaders need to be able to think and see their organization as a system. They need to be able to communicate the vision. They need to make sure that vision is understandable and that everyone in the system understands that vision and therefore also that they can connect that vision to the specifics of the work that they do and see that in terms of the customer and the value that they're bringing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in my humble opinion, a successful organization is an organization that makes its customers successful. Yes. So if you're a leader of an organization and you've created your vision, you've shared it and communicated it, and you believe that people understand that vision, How do you get that comfort that the people who are doing the work have connected that to their work and the value that they're bringing to the customers? 
Well, let's work on the basis that that communication, that well, it's more than communication, isn't it? It's a process of engaging people. There's dialogue that has to be had. You know, it's simply not a case of, you know, passing around some flash PowerPoint slides and hoping that people yeah. understand it. You know, there's a whole process of engagement and learning that has to go on. But let's assume that staff are getting that. They're getting the vision. They're getting this idea that they're, how their work is connected with that. So let's move on to the second part, which is about the leader ensuring then that people play well together. So obviously most organizations are large enough in a sense that they have to be broken down into groups, you know, they have to be structured in order to just manage them and control them. And of course, we recognize that organizational structure is as being departments, as being functions that have a particular role, okay, within the kind of engine room of the organization. And it's quite right that we should organize around the kind of tasks that people do. That makes perfect sense. But the next part is how do we make sure that people remained aligned with that vision? So we typically do that. A common sense way of doing that is to set a number of objectives and measures associated with that. So, you know, every department, I'm, I'm sure all our listeners within their department, they will have a set of goals, a set of targets and a set of metrics to help them understand how well they're moving towards that vision. The problem is that those metrics in reality need to be and the goals associated with them need to be set based upon cause and effect rather than who does the work. And this is where actually it's probably not common sense. <laughs> I like your link to the title of the podcast. Very well, good. <laughs> I thought I'd done well then. Because common sense would say, so let's take a situation. So we're talking about uh, an organization. And within that organization, we have two departments. We have one, which is customer services. So what customer, what part of customer services role is to bring on new customers. So they'll bring on new customers and within that, bringing them on board, they'll have a discussion with the customer to understand their requirements and, and understand the best structure of payment for that customer, for the services that they're going to get. Somewhere else in the organization, you've got a department that deals with revenue collection, debt. And so it would be common sense to put targets on the debt collection department to manage debt that the organization holds because they're the debt collectors, they do the work. So surely their work influences the level of debt in the organization. Not necessarily so. If you think about it, the cause of that debt actually upstream in the customer services department, because it's the customer services department that is bringing this particular customer on board. So is, is allowing that debt to happen in the first place. Okay. And also that will be influenced by the conversation that they have around you know, how much the customer can afford to pay and making sure that they got the right payment plan and the right payment methods. But the target be on the debt department, not the customer services department. So, Suze, what do we think is on the mind of the customer service department? Do you think it's managing the debt? 
No, I would imagine it's onboarding new customers. Absolutely. They don't care about the debt. It's not their problem. The hole's not in their end of the boat. (laughs) So actually, and this is really where somewhere where leaders can get a lot of traction, is thinking very carefully about the targets and the metrics that we apply in our organizations. Because they can either encourage departments to work together or they can actually encourage departments to essentially compete and work against each other. Well, that's a great example. I really like that example. I'm really conscious that we could actually talk all day about systems thinking. It's such a vast topic. Is there a book, any point of reference you would recommend our listeners have a read of perhaps for more information on this? A good starting place would actually be a book by Dr. Deming, The New Economics. It was a book that he wrote late in his life and his career, and it was the first place that he articulated the system of profound knowledge. It's a really great starting point. It's not a technical book, but it does raise these uncommon sense challenges. So that would be my recommendation. Fabulous. Warren, thank you very much for that. That was really interesting and you've piqued our audience's interest, I'm sure, for thinking about that systems thinking and the effect that it can have. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find more episodes of our Uncommon Sense Tools to Improve Your Work Forever in our Knowledge Hub on our website or, of course, your favourite podcast platform. And do subscribe so you never miss an episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode, where you'll find links to more content on this topic, which includes webinar recordings, toolbox guides, blogs, and infographics, and our training page. You can always drop us a line on team at pmi.co.uk and arrange a time to have a call to talk about how these tools can help you in your organization. We'd really love to hear from you.